coming up on The Potter's Touch. You got to be it before you can get it. Woman, thou art. I know it looks like you're tied up, but let me tell you about who you are. You are loose. Not gonna be loose, not shall be loose. You're loosed on the inside before you're loosed on the Brothers and sisters, I'm so glad to have this opportunity to be in your home to share the word of the Lord. And I believe God's going to bless you today to really take action and do something mighty for God. The message is called Just Do It. Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Stop praying about it. It's time to do what God has called you to do. Take a look at this. I want to explore Daniel 11:32 with you. This morning, I, I, I want to consider Daniel 11:32. It's the B clause of the text, but I'll read the whole thing. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. I had him highlight three words, knowing, being, doing. Knowing, being, and doing. There's something in that order that's powerful. Knowing the people that know their God have a relationship with their God. They know their God. They are settled in their relationship with their God. You'd be surprised at the people who come to church every Sunday and are not settled in their relationship with God. They love the idea of God, but not necessarily the reality of God. They have unresolved issues with God. You'd be surprised at the people who clap and sing and shout and are not convinced that God even likes you. Because many of us have been taught the kind of faith that is, is a meritous understanding of faith that you have to, you have to earn his love. And in the back of your mind, you're not sure that you've paid the bill to be good enough to have his love. And because you're not settled in your relationship with God, you can't work the promises of God because you're really not sure he is talking to you. Because every time the promises of God come up, there's a little voice on the other shoulder saying, you know what you did. 
God, God doesn't love you. God, does, God doesn't care about you. If God cared about you, why would you be in the mess you're in? There's all of those voices that come to you that say either you're not good enough for God or God hadn't been good enough to you for you to be sure that he loves you. If God loved me, why am I living in this house I'm in? Do you know you're God? Or do you just know church? Because most people know church better than they know God. And if this scripture is understood correctly, the prerequisite for greatness is the people that know their God. It didn't just say a generic people. The people that know their God. Know, not believe. For the demons believe and tremble. He said, I will not bless you over what you believe. I will bless you over what you know. The people that know their God, not hope their God, but know their God. I know him. I know him. I know him. Somebody say, I know him. Somebody was talking to me the other day and they was telling me something that someone had said or they were telling me something that they wanted me to believe that they said. And I said, hmm. hmm. No, he, he didn't say that. <laughs> you know, you, when you know somebody, you just about know what they said. I tell people, you can't really tell a mother much about her child. She might be in denial, but you can't raise a child and not know them. You might have painted yourself into some kind of delirious, uh, fictitious ideology of who you'd like for them to be. But the truth of the matter is, if, you're, if I come to you and tell you your child is a liar, they lied at home before they lied here. Why are you up in my face all shocked when you know There is something, when you know somebody, you know whether they did it or not, you know whether they said it or not, you don't have to see them, you don't have to hear them, because when you know them, the Bible said unto Moses he showed his ways, and unto Israel he showed his acts. I'd rather know your ways than to know your acts, because if I know your ways, I already know what you're capable of doing. I know you, I know, I know. I said, oh no, he didn't say, I know he didn't say that. That's not even his language. That's not, that's not even what matters to him. That's not him. I know him, he wouldn't say that. The people that know, somebody shout no. no. The people that know their God shall be strong. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God. You cannot have the peace of God until you have peace with God. You're asking God to give you peace and you want the peace of God, but you don't have peace with God. 
You want to understand the gift, but not the giver. Give me your peace. Why would I give you my peace when you and I don't have peace? Don't you understand that I didn't just go to the cross to be cool? to be edgy, to be hip, I went to the cross so that it would leave an indelible impression of what love looks like. Who else went to the cross for you? I said, who else went to the cross for you? Nobody did. The people that know their God shall be. Knowing brings you into being. The people that know shall be. The being comes out of the knowing. I can be it because I know. Glory to God. Children do better at being when they have a knowing. An uncertain child finds it difficult to be because he doesn't have a know. When you provide a child a safe environment where they know that they are loved and they know who they are and they know that they're accepted, then you can send them to school and to the world or wherever else and they can be because they have a knowing. You see, you got to hate what I hate. That's how you know you're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're an original, a unique expression of God's creative genius. You didn't put yourself in that position. It is through Christ. God is not asking you to achieve. He's asking you to receive. When they came to Jesus and they said, the people that are with you are hungry, he said, oh good, that's capacity. I will release a fire. Register today and meet us in Dallas. In Luke 4, 2, he says, the Bible said, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing. And when they were ended, he afterwards hungered. Go on. And the devil said unto him, if thou... Oh, you got it for I could even... If thou be... See, the devil knew that the doing was based on the being. So now he questions his being. If thou be. The son of God. What do you mean if did you not hear my daddy speak from heaven and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am? Well, please. How dare you question my being by my doing. There are three tests. And in this one, he is trying, Satan is trying to take his being and make it performance-based. If thou be 
then do, which suggests I am what I do. He is trying to move my I am from being to doing. Yes, yes. If thou be, then do. If God loved you, then do. If you were really a Christian, then do. Anytime it goes performance, it left the promise. Performance-based ideologies says, I am what I do. And what Satan is trying to do is move Jesus from a being to a doing. Again, he takes him up into a high place. Let's look at the second test. And the devil taking him up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. Showed him everything. And the devil said unto him, all of this power will I give thee and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me and to whomever I will give it. Possession base. From performance base, that didn't work. Now, possession base, he's trying to teach him, I am what I have. I'm going to give it to you, man. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you all of this stuff so you can prove you're the son of God. He was the son of God in the water, dude. Before the conversation ever broke out, he, he, was, he was the son of God right then. It was about being, not doing. It was about being, not possessing. He's moved from trying to tempt him with a performance-based understanding of who he is to a possession-based understanding who I am. I must be great, I make money. I must be great, I drive a, a Ford. I must be great, I have a big house. I must be great, I'm pretty. I must be great, I have this. I must be great, I have that. Validation that comes from stuff is never God. Now, I'm really, I'm really rubbing the grain. Y'all with me? Are you still with me? So he's trying to get him to identify with possessions. And this, this generation is drunk with this. You can't wear a watch until who made it. You step on the runway, what are you wearing? You got everybody's name on you but your own. Oh, that's a Gucci right there. That's a Saint Laurent right there. Oh, I know what that is. That's a Christian. You know everybody's name but yours. So, so if you were Christian Louboutin and if you were Gucci and if you were Nike, then you must be somebody. No! You cannot have a possession-based understanding of who you are because if you do, you'll sell your soul for a bowl of soup. Yeah. 
Give me that watch that'll make me important. Give me that job that'll make me important. Give me that car that'll make me important. If you weren't important before you got it, you won't be important after you get it. I am what I have. Let's go a little deeper. Let's go a little deeper. Luke 4, 9. And he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down because it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. And in their hands, they shall bear thee up unless you dash your foot against the stone. What is he trying to get Jesus to do? He's trying to get Jesus to show off in front of Jerusalem, in front of the temple where they had rejected the very notion of him being a Messiah because he thinks that if he does that, he's offering him popularity. If enough people like me, then I am. How many people following you on Twitter? I got to get my following up. I got to get my friends up because if I have popularity, oh, y'all got quiet again. If I, if I, let me show you how many people follow me. Do you know Bishop started following? God, Bishop followed me. So I am because of who follows me, who lacks me. Popularity-based identity. Ooh. Performance-based identity. If you do this, you'll be the son of God. If they like you, you'll be the son of God. If I give you enough possessions, you'll be. Now, let me show you something. I'm teaching just do it. Okay? And yet I'm criticizing doing it to define who you are. Well, I'm confused. Should I do it or not do it? You, you just said, just do it. And then you turned around and said, not to define myself by what I do. Can I critique my own text? Which way is it, Reverend? Do I do it or not do it? The problem is not about doing it. It is why you do it. What I am criticizing is putting the doing before the being so that you think that if I do this, I will be somebody. If I buy this, I will be somebody. If they like me, I will be, the, you got it backwards. The people that know their God shall be and then do. And because your doing 
doesn't come from the deeper place of being, it hasn't worked for you. Because you are who you are, you can do what you can do. But if you're trying to find out who you are by doing things, you will never find out who you are by doing. You'll have to start with being. So are you getting it? I want you to see this. I don't want to lose you in this because the difference between the two determines the direction of your destiny. If you're always seeking a certain status to validate who you are, you're never going to have peace. You have to know who you are, and then you can climb to the status. You can't climb up to find yourself. You have to find yourself so you can climb up. Oh, God. You, you can't climb up to find yourself. You have to find yourself so you can climb up. So you can be who you are before anybody knows who you are. So that means you could be rich while you're broke. You could, <laughs> you could be healed while you're sick. You could be loose while you're bound. It does not yet appear what you shall be. It hadn't showed up what you shall be, but you got to be it before you can get it. Woman, thou art loose. I know it looks like you're tied up, I know you've been bowed over for 18 years. I know your conditions don't validate you, but let me tell you about who you are. You are loose. Not gonna be loose, not shall be loose. You're loosed on the inside before you're loosed on the outside. I'm delivered right now. I'm whole right now. So I can do it. I can do. I don't know if you can handle what I'm teaching this morning or not. This is not for everybody. You got to have some faith to get this. I'm trying to tell you that what you're waiting on, you already got. You don't need nobody else. Slap somebody and tell them I got it right now. I got it right now. I'm already there. Out of my belly shall flow.
Hey, I've got to stop there. It's been a real joy to be with you today. I want you to understand the prerequisite for greatness is to know your God. The Bible says the people who know their God will be strong and do mighty exploits. All of your destiny will come out of your being. Be sure of who you are in Christ. It's hard to bring things from thought life to action. Stop taking life's moments for granted. The next second is not promise. Don't miss your turn. An opportunity is a gift from God. Don't assume you have tomorrow. Just do it. You have something to do. Just do it. God gave us an assignment to take the gospel of salvation and love to the world. To help hurting people as his hand of compassion has stretched out and helped us. That's why I established initiatives like my global partner system so you and I could work together. Somebody you know and somebody you trust and somebody you understand that we can labor together to get things done. There are people waiting who need our help. Let's connect and do it together. We can touch the world with the love of God and transform lives for eternity. It's a great way of showing God how much you appreciate what he's done in your life. Join my GPS family today. Together, we can do it. Go to tdjpartners.org and find out how you and I can change the world together. 77% of released prisoners were arrested for a new crime within five years through our Texas Offenders Reentry Initiative. You can help ex-offenders move beyond their past to a greater level of purpose. More than 10,000 ex-offenders have completed the Tory program and successfully transitioned back into society. I want you to visit tdjpartners.org. You can be that missing piece to help reunite families. It is not enough that he called you. Hear it. But you got to do the coming. Discover how to answer it. To be able to enter into a dimension that you couldn't enter into otherwise. And experience the fullness of coming into your calling. I'm going to set you in the next dimension so that you can flow into your destiny rather than to sweat in your history. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Bishop Jake's crucial message coming into your calling on CD. He will always call you to do something where you say, Lord, I can't do it without you. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive coming into your calling on CD and the extraordinary six message destiny series on DVD. I'm not looking for a Jesus I can carry. I'm looking for a Jesus that can carry me. However, when your gift is $110 or more, we will add Bishop Jake's best-selling book, Destiny, and Crucial Study Guide. Coming into your calling is greater than you can imagine. I like that the zip line is very cool and we get to play games and stuff. You can play and then you can go to praise and worship, find out who they are and what God has called them out to do. Megafest is one of the ways that you can have fun and also learn about God. It'll be really fun for them and they'll get all their <laughs> giggles and wiggles out. My name's Amari. I'm Tonyo. Aiden. I love, I love Megafest. Kick off your career in the film industry at mega-fest.org and register for Megafest 2017. Click on International Faith and Family Film Festival if you dream about acting, writing, directing, or feel called into the film industry in any way. Hollywood has come to you to help you with any and all questions. Make contacts that will last a lifetime this summer at Megafest. See you in Dallas June 28th through July 1st.
feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.